0: are locked on wildcats your daily podcast on the arizona wildcats part of the locked on podcast network your team every day thanks for keeping a locked on wildcats this is the primer getting you ready for the great kevin woodman who will be uh, on tomorrow but uh John Schuster, I'm Mike Luke. Now, listen. You're probably saying to yourself, "Why do these guys act like they haven't talked in a while on the podcast?" That's because we recorded the previous three on Sunday. When the hell did we say that? I don't know. You just said that. It sounded like we haven't talked for a while, oh, but it's, uh, yeah. according
1: to Podcast according Land, according to
0: Podcast Land,
1: we I'm chatted just... like. 22 I'm, I'm hours just, ago. I'm just throwing. I'm just throwing mm-hmm. that out
0: there. All right. That um, was
1: very nice of you to be transparent. I believe is the word. Yes. Unnecessarily transparent, but you were transparent nonetheless. Yes, for sure.
0: So let's talk a, a little bit about. Uh, Eh, just a,
1: uh, a smorgasbord okay, of this Okay, let's talk smorgasbord. I'm going to be annoying. Can I throw questions at you? Of course. All right, let me throw a question at you, and it has no- nothing to do with the one time you tried to eat dog food. We'll get Although to that we later. we can't get to that. We're, we might get to that later. Mm-hmm. I, I have an idea of where we can, might be able to fit that in, mm-hmm. but we'll deal with that later. Okay. We've been talking all week. Everybody's been grieving. Yeah, the loss to NAU. Football team lost to NAU. Worst loss in the history of forever for Arizona football. And we We know know how you like the absolute. I do. We know the team is struggling, all the rest of it. We know it's going to be a difficult year. It was always going to be a difficult year, blah, 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 blah. But you've talked to me. You've talked to a bunch of other people. So now I'm going to ask you. Do you think Jed Fish can build a winning program at the University of Arizona? No. No? No. Do you think anybody can build a winning program at the University of Arizona? Yes. Okay. Why not Jed Fish?
0: You know, it's a great question. Thanks. Yes, it really is a great question. Here's my problem that I've always had with Jed Fish. And sometimes you do find guys that, you know what, they're just overlooked. My main issue with jed fish was that when you have been around the amount of people that he's been around you know on coaching staffs with brian billick bill belichick uh pete carroll sean mcveigh and you don't really get any sniffs at any head coaching job you don't even really get interviews outside of the arizona job that to me is always something that's a major major red flag and Robbins know, and just because Robbins likes him and hires him doesn't necessarily take that red flag off. Now, he's recruited very well. Which is the most important thing. For sure, 100%. But I see things that I don't like. I, I see things that I don't like. I don't like, basically, after one game's, uh taking a quarterback who you started two games and then not giving him any snaps the next week or any reps the next week. I don't like taking a running back out of the game because he fumbles and then... You don't hear from him for two weeks or just stuff like that. And honestly, like hearing the players talk and they say, you know what, we're having a hard time grasping the system. Well, when you look at a wristband and you got 200 plays on the wristband, uh, I think you're out thinking yourself a little bit here. I just don't know that he's got the coaching chops per se. I think he's going to be able to recruit well. But if you were to ask me, my answer would be no. Hmm. Okay. Well, all right, uh, well, I, no, 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 I answered. No, 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 you
1: did No, you didn't. I've been, I've, I've no. been kind of curious about this. What does he need to do in your
0: estimation to improve? Um, I don't know that he can. I think that when you're at the stage that you are in, and, you know, he's, he's a guy that's pushing, you know, 50 years old, I don't know that there's necessarily anything that you can. I think you kind of are what you are at that stage. Now, now who who knows? Maybe he can improve, you know, around the scene, but he's learning on the job as well. And that's not his fault at all. He's a first he's a first-time head coach, but he is learning on the job. I don't I don't look at I I look at the NAU game, and I I, I don't see an identity. I don't see what they're trying to do. I don't see a real purpose. I don't really care so much about the NAU game, other than the fact that you lost to a third-string quarterback at NAU, which is all—I don't— Listen, you should never lose to NAU. Here's the tough thing about— The NAU game is
1: so glaringly bad that it perhaps blurs everything else. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to think back to— Game three in the Stoops era, Game three in the Rodriguez era, certainly Game three in the Tommy era, the Larry Smith eras, and so forth. But I, but, I think
0: Stoops. But did a, you have a? Did, I, I, did, I thought did, Stoops, you
1: felt you had a better I felt gauge. Much, I
0: felt much better about Stoops. Let's talk about that first year with Stoops. They ended up losing. I think they went three and nine. Yeah, something like something that. Something like
1: that in two games or three games yeah. were up in the air. They had a chance. But you know I what, think they were you, leading in
0: the last minute. Right. Or, yes, right. but it looked like they were building. It looked like already they had bought into something. They were building some form of identity. I want to say was it Washington? state or wisconsin washington both of them yeah where you were actually you could have led and then i think there was a gilbert harris fumble that was washington state and it was one of the weirdest plays yeah Uh, it was a
1: weird singular play that never happens in a football game
0: right but they but they battled and they looked like they were very rarely of course right but they looked like they belonged on the i mean they battled and they looked like they belonged on the same football field. They just, just weren't that good. This team, at least through the last couple games, doesn't be- look like they belong on a Division I football field. Now, you BYU is one of the top 15 teams in the country. I think that's been shown to be the case. You know, They beat ASU by 10. Um, ASU also beat themselves by ten, right? So we'll we'll throw that mm-hmm. one we'll throw that in there. But man, what I saw against San Diego State was obviously that was pure domination. And NAU to me was it's not even so much the loss; it's that you couldn't score against NAU, and honestly, you couldn't really get off the field when you needed to. When you're given 125 yards on 27 carries to the NAU running back, that's an issue to me. That's not. I would have been much better if it was a Barry Sanders situation where he breaks one for 80. and then. But it was four yards. It was five yards. It was six yards. It felt like NAU had better guys in the trenches than Arizona, which is an issue. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. But that issue,
1: as we've talked about on this podcast a lot, is not Jed Fish's fault. Correct. It's not the coach's fault. So where was it in that disconnect? Because you recognize, of course, that Arizona is, to borrow one of your excellent words, bereft of talent at this moment. Uh So there are there are obviously going to be limitations, and again we recognize that the NAU game was an embarrassment. Uh So was it because of San Diego State and more so NAU that you're trying to figure out exactly what it is that what the dis are you seeing a disconnect between communication and and coaching and talent because we know the talent isn't there, Uh but is there something that you're
0: seeing? Or a series of things that you're seeing that makes you uncomfortable about the long-term future? Yeah, yeah, I I think it is, too. I kind of wonder, and one of my big, I guess one of my main concerns with with Jetfish, and again, you know, who who am I? I'm, you know, I'm living across from the U of A, and I'm doing a podcast with John Schuster at uh, 7, or what is it, uh, 8.56 in the evening. And again... You know what? It's my privilege to be with John Schuster. It was more of a condemnation. Oh, I am me. humbled. It was not a. Uh, it was a condemnation of Mike Luke. So my problem is this, and I've, I and I don't like it, and I find it unseemly. I don't like generally when people throw names around. It doesn't do much for me. It. And every jetfish press conference oh well you know when I was with Pete Carroll and we were consulting about so-and-so or where we when we were with uh, you know the Ravens and you know Brian Billick asked me if I should do this and I said yes and then it turned everything around that to me reeks of a certain amount of charlatan yeah look at look at no look at me um no matter what you think about me I know really cool people and um, I'm better than you think. It's a little bit of an insecurity co- complex, I think, and and I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm I'm jaded by that. But if you watch a press conference, he he brings it up quite frequently. And again, Jed Fish. At the end of the day, I'm a nobody. Jed Fish is the head coach of a Power Five program. So, but stuff like that. But in fairness, okay, I never saw. I'll put it like this. I never saw Mike Stoops say, well. You know when i was talking with my brother or when i was talking with all these people it's almost every single press conference there's another name that's dropped and that just doesn't do a lot for me that might that and that might be totally off top off the yeah. top gear, but it's something that i look at and it it worries me a little bit but what doesn't worry me is sweat block because when I'm watching U of A football, I know I'm going to sweat. That's right. And one thing about it is if you have sweat block, mm-hmm. sweat block is one of those things that goes hand in hand. It's like rockauto.com with a car. It's like betonline.ag. Right. It's like uh, prize pick mm-hmm. if you're looking to get it. It just makes get, sense. Get a little bit of an edge. You want to get a little bit of an edge. And You don't you, don't, p-
1: you, you want to get a non-sweat edge. Mm-hmm. You want to get a uh, auto parts right. an online auto parts edge. You want to get a gambling edge, and you want to get a double gambling edge. (laughs) Yes, you want to get two gambling edges Mm -hmm. there. Uh, There's one that you didn't mention, though. Hmm. Um, You told me a story just a few moments ago, off the air, because we're all about transparency here, about the one time that you tried dog food. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Does dog food taste like Bilt Bar?
0: (laughs) No. Have you been to Fleming's? Yes.
1: uh, Yes. Have Uh you been to Sullivan's? Yes, I have.
0: Built bar is, built bar is to what Sullivan's and Flemings is to mm-hmm. good meat, to what it is to the protein bar. I would never put it in with dog food ever. Um, now. There's sometimes like you get a Nature's Wilderness brand where mm-hmm. you've got a high degree of protein right. and you've got that wolf with the steely Here, blue eyes right there there's yes, a wolf there, steely there is, blue eyes on the um, cover telling you
1: I'm from the Yukon and your dog can be from the Yukon dogs too. Dogs who taste
0: like crap. Uh-huh. In short. And that's why that's the genius of dogs that dogs really don't need anything to be happy. It's I think they're beyond a unique I think they're very unique all unto themselves.
1: They're very unconditional. Yes, they're very Uh,
0: unconditional. All I want is you...
1: They've been bred to figure out (laughs) that um, humans will give them everything if they're just nice. All
0: I want is... um, All I want is you... Crappy food. Mm-hmm. I want to sniff butts, right. and you know what? I want to lift my leg on a tree. Right. Um. And that's generally what they now, get. In fairness, they dogs would, would also have built bar. No, are not suggesting they, they should. They wouldn't appreciate mm. a built bar, right. Though built bar is something that I think that is reserved for more of the finite palate. Mm-hmm. You know where you know you get somebody and they say to themselves, "Damn, I could go for." A you
1: built know bar. what else it's good for? Somebody who just arrived from the gym. After his lifts, mm-hmm. that's where Bill Barr comes that's where in handy. Bar- and I you hear get- a rumor that one of us in this podcast just did this. Now yeah. I'm, 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 I've seen my arms, and I'm looking at
0: your arms, and I'm thinking it might be you. I'm thinking it might be you. I'm thinking. Well, you're one of those closet workout guys. Uh-huh. that doesn't like to say it, but you've got. I've seen you've got a. I'll put it to you like this. Mm-hmm. You've got a gym downstairs. <laughs> yes. I do not have a gym downstairs. <laughs> uh, you is no, that when, fair? do you know. Right. Where do you get your gains? Well, oh, from Chad. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about Chad. <laughs> Chad
1: Chad is very helpful. He's, he's 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 great at fitness and he'll push you. Mm-hmm. He will definitely push you So when you're and working, push you so and push you even more when it comes to gains and those are helpful so when, and built bar helps so as when well. you're
0: working out with the demographic downstairs uh-huh. that i've seen in your in yeah. your gym mm-hmm. you know is that is, is that when chad's pushing yeah you?
1: yeah you give chad a call and chad will be there one 800 gains.
0: yes yes to toll, get, to get those, free to get those gains yes so back to arizona football i'm gonna ask you a question mm-hmm. is jed fish the guy
1: you want to answer that on the other side?
0: Yeah, let's take a quick break. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. There's your break. Go, John Schuster. There's a beautiful break. Is Jetfish the guy? I don't know.
1: Uh, I of course dude. I don't
0: know. It's a terrible answer. Uh, yeah. I mean, and I, I, mean, no, I, dude, I don't right know right either. Right. You right. just put me on the spot. And you know what? I did. That's you what deserve they, it. And they de- <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And they <laughs> demand that from this podcast uh-huh. at Locked On. Right. We're not here for mealy-mouthed yeah. answers. Yeah, because... We're here to give... Finite solutions, even if we don't know Mm. what the solution is. Because one
1: of the things that I've noticed from the Mike Luke podcast... Is that you're really good at asking other people and then getting from point to point and not putting yourself on the spot? Oh, so I was thinking, I was, I, I was thinking in between the 22 hours ago,
0: to, were you listening the, to William the, Brad? I Alice was Mabes?
1: on on in one of your conversations. Right. It was good to hear Brad. Brad Brad was doing great, and, and Brad likes dogs too. Brad does. And if like you Brad. happen to see the video with Mike did Luke you, and Brad, Alice, did you see it? Yet? I did. Oh. You see. is that crazy? You will see that Brad really likes dogs, and dogs really like Brad. <laughs> yes. Uh, that that, Brad, that, that, that you of, have. Of this remarkable skill set of just asking other people what they think and keeping yourself off the hook. So, so between the 22 hours ago when we did our last riveting locked on podcast, or the and one, this that we did one
0: 72 hours that's ago that we possible too. <laughs>
1: yeah, 22, 72. Hour, the hours just blend, thing. they're so good yes. that the hours just blend.
0: <laughs> I was thinking, you know what? I want to ask Mike
1: Luke what he thinks. Screw
0: this! And there you go. Uh, so Look at things, Bruno. Bruno, by the way, is not happy with this conversation.
1: Oh, he should be. Bruno, go to the wilderness already. There's a there's a wolf on a <laughs> with, on a bag of dog with, food and. It, with some chicken-flavored. All right. Go ahead, John Schuster, um, some
0: Caribbean sea blue eyes. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Man. Yes. Let's go on a cruise. Yeah. Uh, let's go on the Jed Fish cruise. Yeah, we'll get some gains. <laughs> Absolutely. I hope Chad will be there. <laughs> nevertheless. Uh, by, by the way, real quick to the listeners out there, at some point in the next month, we promise to, do, we promise to expose who Chad is and what this inside joke is. I, Sorry, Ben. I can't wait. Yes. Uh, nevertheless. Uh, is... I thought in the BYU
1: game that the conversations that he were having on the sidelines with his quarterbacks, I thought those were very productive. They looked very productive. It seemed like there were things that were getting across and being very effective. Gunnar Cruz in the second half made adjustments by virtue of assistance from, assistance from the coaching staff that allowed Arizona to move the football. Those things look good. Mm-hmm. So I liked those that. Those are good. Those are good. <laughs> I liked that engagement. I'm hopeful that still so early in the process that there are lessons to be learned and those lessons can include, for instance, I would suggest to you maybe shortening your playbook isn't such a bad idea. You know, if you have, if, if you don't think you're connecting with what it is that teams are trying to do at this stage Maybe run four plays and run them well, mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to run 38 plays and not running any of them
0: particularly well. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah.
1: So not not that not not that that's Arizona's like offense that is at the point right now ch- where they're running 38 plays a game, but nevertheless,
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, uh, so and what do you think Arizona? You think up ten, <laughs> getting the ball down the <laughs> field? Do. And honestly, I think that's what they
1: want to do. <laughs> as much as we're given it grief, I'd like I think to dunk. Yeah. <laughs> you have dunked. I have. To I don't have. know. I oh, I, okay, I don't I know if you dunked can't. tonight, but you know. Uh, no, no, you no, have done no, no gains. I've heard the rumors. Yes, <laughs> I'll work on those, uh, yeah. work on those calves for sure. That, yes. that, that'll that, yes. that'll help you. Yeah. So, I'm hopeful for that. I like that he recruits well. Mm-hmm. I think those are good things. That's thing. a good thing. I think, I think there are talented coaches on his staff that maybe can help fish out in the early stages maybe. if he's willing to take the advice to try to figure out what it is to do. Concerns, obviously, and, and honestly, from a personality trait, what you said earlier annoys me too. I don't want to hear name dropping. I don't give a crap means about your nothing name. It, it, means yeah, means it nothing It, it doesn't impress me in the least. doesn't impress you in the least. Maybe it have impresses you. Ever had to you to work
0: with somebody that just drops names left and right? Uh, uh,
1: not, yes. Yes, and I bet you have too. And I bet it sucks. Yeah. It's after a while it gets old. It gets old, I it gets annoying. Care. I don't care. And look at I me, do and, not I, and I do not need you to build yourself up by virtue of
0: a conversation you may have had with somebody else. And this is coming so from somebody who's wearing a Lucky Beavers shirt, mm-hmm. the Portland baseball. I'm wearing an Ironwood Ridge mm-hmm. Iron Nighthawk strong shorts. I didn't even go to Ironwood Ridge. No. I don't know how I got these shorts. Well, that's impressive. Nevertheless, that's how that's So are that's you saying yay or nay? Oh,
1: but it's 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 so early. Of I course, guess. it is. But let's just I'll have go fun. with You know, yeah. Let's have fun. I'll go with yay. All right. Now the question becomes: If I go with yay, what do we consider a winning program? And that becomes maybe a tougher question. And and then you get into the disconnect that we've talked a little bit before. What do the fans think is a winning is winning enough? What does the administration think is winning enough? Because, again. You know, I've talked on a number of occasions. I think, generally speaking, there's some agreement that this is a four-year process. Mm -hmm. And unless there are major issues that happen beforehand, coach don't care, coach doesn't care like it appeared with Sumlin. players completely revolt, which is what happened with Makovic. If there isn't something dramatic that occurs, if they're just trying to get better athletes here to get to the point where they can be competitive— then, as an administration, you have to be patient and deal with four years to see if they make that leap, before you can ultimately make a decision. Because if you get a revolving door of coaches, it's absurd. Give me a give me a prediction. Uh, uh, I, I'll say, oh boy, I mean, because the question isn't the prediction necessarily. Can they win? Can they be better? Of course, they're going to be better. Can they be? Can they get to a point where we're pleased? Oh no no no! That Forget that. We'll be talk seen. more about that later. Okay.
0: Um, prediction for saturday
1: oh prediction for saturday i'm yeah. sorry
0: okay i was like oh I we weren't looking long term you're like, like well, sure I'm well like, i'll yeah. tell you this this is the optimistic
1: perspective Arizona. are you going
0: nate, are you a nate rady right here
1: i'm going nate rady arizona has
0: the best chance to beat oregon this weekend than anybody has a better chance of beating oregon this weekend than anybody else uh-huh. well right because oregon's only playing arizona this week. oh damn you picked up on that
1: uh nevertheless
0: i, mean, I go 45 to three
1: Okay, Uh, 52 to
0: 10. All right, get that in on prize picks right there. Make some money off of us. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats.